0: Welcome to Axis Pro Rata, where we take just 10 minutes to get you smarter on the collision of tech, business, and politics. Presented by Bridge Bank. Be bold. Venture wisely. I'm Dan Permack. On today's show, Facebook's hot air and new China tariffs take a bite out of Apple. But first, delete Your accounts. So that is the social media mantra of Axios editor-in-chief Nick Johnson. And he's only kind of sort of kidding. The basic idea is that platforms like Twitter and Facebook have become places where journalists write things that they'd never put or be allowed to put in print. Not just silly pet pictures, but sometimes unvetted news items or snark that can negatively color future reporting. Why it matters today is that there was a recent New York Times story about how an ad hoc group of Trump supporters had screenshotted social media postings from hundreds of journalists, plus their family members and lower level media company employees and planned to disseminate them when needed to discredit future reporting. Axios's Mike Allen followed up today saying that the Times story ended up ironically creating a much more formalized process. In other words, people saw the Times story and thought, hey, we should turn this into an organization. And a group of GOP operatives is seeking to raise $2 million for an organization that will investigate mainstream media reporters and editors. This is a major escalation of Trump's fake news attacks and could play a central role in not only the 2020 election, but in how media interacts with its audience in the future. By the way, my Twitter handle remains at dampermac. Sorry,
1: Nick. In
0: 15 seconds, we'll go deeper with Axios's Mike Allen.
1: But first, this. The Equity Fund Resources Group at BridgeBank is a central hub for the venture capital and private equity communities. Offering banking services for funds, partners, and their portfolio companies, BridgeBank's financial solutions are designed for the entire innovation ecosystem and include creative credit solutions, robust treasury and cash management capabilities, and a suite of international banking products. BridgeBank is a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank. Be bold. Venture wisely. We're joined now by Axios
0: co-founder and executive editor Mike Allen. So, Mike, this plan you report about this morning sounds a lot like kind of traditional GOP red meat, you know, attack the mainstream media messengers. Is this different than that or is it just a much more formalized effort?
2: Well, Dan, it's formalized and also it goes one step further that Republicans have typically attacked media outlets. Now the plan is to look at specific journalists within them. The why it matters of this is that this is a great expansion of the Trump war on the media. Over the weekend, Axios wrote about how the Trump 2020 team, Republicans in general, all plan to target these social media platforms, your Facebooks, your Twitters, to argue that they are biased, and try to undermine what people
0: read. Is it to undermine that, or from your perspective, or is it to put their fingers on the scale and try to basically convince Facebook and Twitter to start introducing political biases where the data so far shows there isn't any?
2: Well, I think that uh, they for sure are trying to work the refs a little bit, as you suggest, but perhaps even more than that. They pretty successfully convinced a lot of Trump supporters not to believe what they read in organs that they've respected all their life, on the network news, or the most respected, well-resourced newspapers and websites. What they're saying now is don't necessarily believe what you're seeing in your feed, that maybe that is influence. So it's a little bit of insurance against whatever bad news may be coming in the months ahead.
0: Mike, one of the things you talk about today is that this plan, and granted, it's kind of amoebic at this point, but this plan is that they would kind of slip damaging info, maybe to kind of you know Trump positive media organizations like a Breitbart, but if possible, more mainstream media organizations. So I'm curious, do you think whether it be the Times or the Post or us, will we bite if the information is substantive or will mainstream media circle the wagons on this stuff?
2: So far, it's been the latter, but for something that's a legitimate story- Sure, a media writer is going to pursue, and they should. But if you look at what they call primary targets in this effort to raise at least $2 million for this effort under capitalized primary capital targets, they say CNN, MSNBC, Broadcast Networks, New York Times, Washington Post, BuzzFeed, Huffington Post. And so the idea is to, as they say, track reporters and editors of these organizations. That's the piece that's new, whereas going after particular news organizations, Media Matters for America on the other side has been doing that for years with Fox News and others. And so this is a little bit effort to mirror that model and take it to the next extreme. From your perspective,
0: you know, I I led in this talking about how Nick Johnson, our editor in chief, you know, has this mantra, delete your accounts in terms of what reporters should do and editors should do in terms of Facebook, Twitter, et cetera. Are we going to ever get to that point? Or is it just because of the potential danger, really protect journalists from themselves? Or is it just too tempting to use those platforms for journalists where people who like to tell stories, where people who like to tell people what we're thinking, we can't avoid it.
2: Don't post stupid stuff, like a very basic rule that applies at the Axios, applies at the New York Times, and that is don't post something on Twitter that you would not use in your pro rata newsletter, that you would not say on the pro rata podcast in the New York Times is a case that would not appear in the paper. Like that's a very clarifying bar, and it makes sense. When you think about audience first is how Axios always decides these matter. And there's no reason that if you take a journalist from a particular news organization, that the audience should have to distinguish among the platforms where they're seeing people. And of course, these are all increasingly fluid, increasingly all talk to each other. There's no reason that they should have to sort out, oh, This person's on Twitter, so it's okay for them to sort of like reveal a little bias because I know when they go on the website or in the newspaper that they'll be down the middle. That makes no sense from the point of view of your audience. Mike, final question for
0: you. As we go into 2020, Trump has said the word fake news. I mean, how many thousands of times are tweeted it? how many thousands of times at this point, do you feel that for a large percentage of the population, there really can no longer be a blockbuster news story that actually kind of gets everybody on board positive or negative? Have we as a society has a portion been so conditioned to not believe what they see anywhere that they won't believe what they see anywhere?
2: Well, and it's not just believe it's that there's so much, right? Like the expression that we use is everything burns off, including the fluff and the trivia that should never have been in your mind anyway, and things that really matter. And that's one thing that Axios really invests in is journalism like yours, Dan Premack, that helps people understand where the puck is going, helps them understand the trends that are going to shape the next five to 10 years. And that's very rare out there. And a big Part of it is because of this volume, and that's why even things that matter, people can miss.
1: That's why you need Axios.
0: Mike Allen, executive editor of Axios, thank you very much for joining us. Good pitch. Thanks,
1: man. My final two, right after this. The Equity Fund Resource Group at Bridge Bank is a central hub for the venture capital and private equity communities. Leveraging nearly two decades of expertise delivering solutions to emerging technology and growth companies, BridgeBank now offers services for funds, SBICs, and general partners, including creative credit solutions, robust treasury management capabilities, and a suite of international banking services. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Be bold, venture wisely. Now it's time for my final two. And first up is Facebook, which today announced that it'll purchase
0: an enormous amount of wind power from a still being built project in Texas called Aviator Wind East. Once Aviator Wind East becomes operational in 2020, it'll become one of the country's largest wind power projects. And for Facebook, let the company support 100% of its operations with renewable energy and also cut its greenhouse gas emissions by 75%. The bottom line here. Facebook already was the world's largest corporate buyer of renewable power, and this will only widen its lead. And finally, a whole bunch of new tariffs on Chinese imports went into effect on Labor Day, which is a big reason why the stock markets were down sharply at this morning's open. Now, a lot of the tariffs that would specifically hit consumer tech goods remain delayed until around the Christmas holiday, but this new batch will take a particular toll on Apple products. Not the iPhone specifically, that's in the later group, but things like Apple Watches, iMacs, AirPods, and some Beats headphones. The big question now is if Apple will assume the added costs or pass them on to consumers. But we won't know the answer on that until the current in-country inventory gets sold. And we're done. Big thanks for listening. And to my producers, Tim Shovers and Lily Wimberly, have a great National Bowling League day. And we'll be back tomorrow with another Pro Rata podcast.